an example, look over here. If you need to find a way, look over here. For God I live and for God I die. I sweat Jesus. I perspire Jesus. Everything that come out of me is Jesus. 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 In the beginning was the Word. The Word was God. The Word was with God. The same was in the beginning. And darkness can't comprehend this. Darkness. Tell that old devil, you can't get me back. I'm all the way sold out for the Lord. Lord, give him praise. Give him glory. Somebody just say this. Say this. I belong to God from the top of my head to the sole of my feet. I belong to God from the top of my head to the soles of my feet. I belong, I belong, I belong to El Shaddai. Hallelujah. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. And he should be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. Come worship with us. Enter the nomination of faith, Church of the Living God, 1279 Pickin' Road, Leesville, Louisiana, where God is first and people are always. Welcome to the teaching ministry of Dr. John Barton. See, when you have revelation, you can walk into a trial, amen, with confidence. <laughs> Look at those Hebrew boys, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. They didn't walk into that furnace panicking, oh, Jehovah, oh, Yahweh, what are we going to do? They told King Nebuchadnezzar, we're not bowing down before you. Do, you, you, had to do, you and you know, they, I'm pretty sure the other princes and... And, 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 and those that were in position came to the Hebrew boys and reminded them, do you know what's going to happen to you if you don't bow down before this graven image? The Hebrew boys said, oh, yeah, we know. But we ain't scared. How many of y'all remember that song? We ain't never scared. We're not scared. We're not afraid. Do you realize that there's a furnace for rebels? That if you refuse... To bow down to this graven image, you're going into that furnace. Cherry Mishan said, Our God can deliver. Come on, that's faith talk. Touch somebody and say, My God can deliver. You gotta have that, you gotta have faith talk. And so, and here, here's their faith, because their faith was not just limited to the now and now. Their, their, their faith was like, you know what? And if God decides, you know, if he don't, if he don't deliver, it's okay. To be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. We're in a win-win situation. And that takes faith to say that. So I can imagine 
the Hebrew boys walked in that furnace. I mean, they had a swagger walk, you understand? I mean, they were, they were just walking with confidence. They had no inkling of a doubt concerning the outcome. That's what you call counting it all joy. When you fall into divers, tests, trials, and tribulations because you know something. When, when, now, if you didn't know anything, you'd be biting your nails and pulling your hair out your head or the head of the few hairs you have left anyway. Or, you know, you, you, I mean, you just wouldn't know. You, oh, God, what? Oh, Lord. Then you start panicking. You start crying. But when you walk into a trial knowing who your God is and knowing who he is on the inside of you, you can walk with confidence. Hallelujah. But knowing this, knowing this, knowing this, that the trying of your faith does what? Work in patience. The Amplified says, be assured and understand that the trial and proving of your faith bring out endurance and steadfastness and patience. Endurance. Everyone say endurance. Steadfastness, steadfastness, say steadfastness. steadfastness. Patience, say, say patience. Patience. Oh, wow. Wow, my, my faith. No, notice, notice you, you're going to be tested. Your faith is going to be tested. You're, see, the devil is not just going to roll out the red carpet and say, oh, she got faith. Oh, we're going to leave her alone. No, he's he going to test your faith. Yeah, she's going around talking about she the righteous of God in Christ, and she the head and not the tail. Let me test, let me attack her faith. You are tested by the experience of your adversity. Something in your life is being tested right now. Put to proof. What is it? It's the trying of your faith. It is the testing of your faith. Again, faith comes by hearing, Romans 10, 17. Faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Faith begins where the will of God is known. You want to know the will of God? Begin with the word of God. Because otherwise, you just have hope. Here's the difference between hope and faith. A person with hope says, well, I hope one day, I hope one day my bills will be paid. I hope, I hope so. But a person with faith says, no, according to the word, he says he's going to supply all your needs. So, Father, I thank you that all of my needs are met. I'm out of debt. I got plenty more to put in store. See the difference between hope and faith? person with hope just said, oh, well, I hope I get healed. Somebody can be believing for you. You know what? Believe God for your healing. Well, I hope so. But a person with faith says, no, no, Isaiah 53 verse 5 says he was wounded for my transgressions. He was bruised for my iniquities. The chastisement of my peace was upon him. With his stripes I am. See, you got the word on that situation. You have faith. Now you got to start activating and exercising your faith. Hope so won't get the job done. Yes, faith can build upon hope. For faith, Hebrews chapter 11 verse 1, is the substance of things hoped for. So, yes, you got to have some hope, but faith gives more substance to what you're hoping for. 
faith says God's word says it. Look, right, right here, right here, right here, it says it right here. Come on, somebody. You got, you got to be bold with your faith. You got to have some audacity when it comes to fighting the good fight of faith. That's why Paul says fight the good fight of faith. It's, it's not a fight that you're fighting against the devil. Amen. You're not fighting the devil. He's already, he's already lost. He's, he's a loser. You don't waste your time fighting somebody that's already a loser. You're not going to fight the devil for you. Jesus already whipped you up. All I'm going to do is just spit on you some more. Paul says fight the good fight of faith. It's not a fight against the devil. It's not a fight against flesh and blood. It's not a fight against some person uh, that's, that's an enemy to you that's hating on your blessing. and hate. You're not fighting them. The fight of faith is a fight to stay in faith. That's what you're fighting to do. You're fighting to stay in faith because nothing happens outside of your faith. Amen. That's what you're, you're fighting. That fight, right? Oh, God, I, I'm just, I just got to continue to believe for that son. I got to continue to believe that, God, you're going to have me on the right job. I got to continue to believe for this healing. I got to continue to believe for that breakthrough. God, I'm just, and it's, it's a fight because discouragement. Anytime you're waiting on something, the Bible talks about how hope deferred makes the heart sick. It's nothing like waiting on, how many of you, just, it's just us in here. How many of you have to wait on somebody to come pick you up or wait on somebody to do something for you? It got on your nerves, huh? Because you're like, when they going to come, come on, when? When they're going to get it together, I need you to get it together. And you get discouraged. You feel hopeless when you're waiting on something. I must not be talking to the right people in here. How many of you are waiting on some type of supernatural manifestation, some, a dream to come to pass in your life? Can we be honest for a moment? It gets discouraging sometimes, huh? When you don't see any visible sign of that thing happening in your life. So that right there is a, is a fight to stay in faith. So, see, see, the enemy is trying to use delay to distract your faith. He's trying to use circumstances and trials to, to distract your faith. Amen. God is not testing you, because I'm going to show you this. this. This is very important. Let's continue reading. He says, knowing this is the trial of your faith, Works patience. Patience is the fruit of the Spirit. Let patience have her perfect work. That you may be perfect, entire, wanting nothing. Sometimes God will allow you to go through seasons of nothingness to prepare you for something. Because to not be prepared for a blessing is a curse. To have a blessing before you're ready for it will eventually become a curse because you're not going to know how to act. You know, some people get blessed and didn't know how to act after they got the blessing. It's because their character was not developed. They were not prepared for it. 
That's why you never get positions or promotion to people that's not prepared. There's a maturity level that you need to go through. You got you to gotta, you gotta get some, some childishness out of you, some selfishness out of you, so that God can have you in that place where you won't think yourself or operate in pride or arrogance. I don't know who that was for, but just receive it. Patience. While you're waiting, God is working on the inside of you. Glory to God. While you're waiting for that breakthrough, while you're waiting, if you're single, for that, for that spouse, while you're waiting for that door to open, whatever it is that you're believing for, oh, God is working on the inside of you. He's developing your faith. He's developing something on the inside of you. You're going to be complete, lacking nothing. Do you receive that? All the while, Satan is going to keep trying to attack your faith. He's going to try to plant seeds of doubt on the inside of you to make you feel like God forgot about you, to make you feel like God doesn't love you. Then he says, if you lack wisdom, let him ask of God. That give it to all men liberally and upbraid it not, and it shall be given to him. But let him ask how? In faith. Even though wisdom is the principal thing, therefore get wisdom and all that getting, get understanding, Proverbs 4, 7. You have to ask for wisdom in faith. <laughs> Lord, I thank you that you are the God of wisdom. And Father, I need wisdom concerning this area of my life, this situation. I believe you're the God of wisdom. I open up myself to receive that wisdom. I believe I receive it right now. And sometimes you just got to wait in his presence until that answer is deposited on the inside of you. And don't try to move forward until you know that it's on the inside of you. But guess what? I didn't just get that wisdom. You know, I had to, I had to use my faith to get that wisdom. Amen. Nothing wavering, for he that wavers like a wave of the sea, driven with the wind and tossed. For let not that man think that he shall receive anything of the Lord. Faith qualifies you or positions you to receive from God. See, God's greatest pain is to be doubted. But his greatest pleasure is to be believed. Oh, my God. That's why Jesus says, if you can just believe, all things are possible to him that believes. So why why is the enemy attacking my faith? Go, go drop down to, to uh, verse, verse 12. Blesses the man that endured temptation. Test trials, tribulation. For when he is tried, he shall receive the crown of life, which the Lord had promised to them that love him. Let no man say when he is tempted, tested, tried, or going through tribulations, I am tempted of God. Okay, can I, I'm going to just park right here. God is not testing you. Now, this, I'm going to just use this from my experience. Before launching out into full-time ministry, for five years I was a teacher. And when I gave lessons to my students, the only way that I could measure